Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, Your Emotional Inventory. Before anything, I want to wish you Happy New Year 2019. I wish for you love, abundance, health, joy, and anything else that will fulfill you for 2019. So now let's get started with this show. I want to talk about your emotional inventory. And I'm starting from the place that, for good measure, inventory is always performed at the end of the year to make sure that everything is lined up with the accounting books. And I want to take a parallel between creating an inventory and your personal emotional inventory. What best time of the year to reflect on what you wish to achieve than January? I want to draw a parallel between your personal inventory and a conversation I had with my girlfriend today about setting goals. So her relationship is new and she was wondering what will keep it alive? What will she be doing in the years to come to make sure that the relationship stays strong? And I said, one of the most important thing is to not get lost in that relationship. So it's always going to be that she is 100% responsible for her happiness and he is 100% responsible for his happiness. And then it's together with some goal in common. So what I mean by that is that it is very wise for her to have her own goals and for him to have his own goals. But it's also important to have goals for the family as to two together. Do we want to take a trip this year? And if we do want to travel, where do we want to go? And it's kind of cool to look into that right at the beginning of January where you can actually say, okay, this year we want to take three weeks vacation at three different times and we want to go here, there, and somewhere else. And what about if you're actually putting it on the calendar at that time? That way, there is no reason to arrive in December and say, well, we didn't do anything this year. Or we didn't achieve what we want to. What if we actually set the intention and you put it on a calendar? There's an energy when something gets penciled in on your calendar, there's an energy in terms of a commitment. And that really helps moving things forward because it's so easy to get used to be in a relationship where comfort is start dictating your life and then familiarity. And then next thing is you start taking it easy and chill. But then you wake up five years later, 10 years later, and you kind of wonder where your life went. So it's a really good habit to take the time to decide what you want, what your spouse wants, and then the two of you together, what you guys want as a family. And if you do have children, they also should have their own goals and then their goals as with the family also. Why I say this, it's the best way to achieve self-fulfillment and keeping the relationship strong and growing for years to come. Now, the tricky part 
comes when you kind of say, well, I don't really know what I want, so I'm just going to not do anything about it. Now, no judgment. I know how things go, and sometimes we are so busy, like we may be having travel during the holiday, we met many friends or many family, or as I heard so many people, some people got sick, so the idea of creating a goal list may not be your number one priority at that time, and I get that. But sometimes there's more to it that stops us, like what if there's fear, as in like, Why should I put it on the calendar? It might not happen. Sometimes we carry with us baggage. That's what I call dead inventory. This baggage is like, it's still good, so you don't really want to get rid of it, but it's heavy on you. It takes emotional space. How do you get rid of your emotional baggage? Three years ago today, I showed up in a room And that's where Phil Black was presenting that night. It was a very interesting night because the day before it had rained, like really torrential rain. There was palm tree debris everywhere. It was really like, do I really want to drive all the way to LA? It was like really daunting. The good thing, though, is that there's so many people that didn't really want to drive to LA that the drive was actually easy because there was nobody on the freeway. They expected to get about 50 people, but only about 10 of us showed up. And so Phil decided to do something a little bit more intimate. He invited all of us to sit down in a half a moon. uh, So we lay our chairs so we could see each other as in supposed to a straight row. And then he explained the concept of relationship, how sometimes we may let go of ourselves. Just remember, a relationship is like a garden. You've got to nurture it daily. Otherwise, uh, it won't last. Now, let's go back to removing emotional baggage. Because we were a small group, Phil decided to change a script and said, you know, let's do something a bit more fun. And he invited us to take a piece of paper and he said, today it's January 7 and I'm going to take you with the process. So it's January 7, 2020. And you write all in past tense, all what happened to you during the whole year. But you're writing it as if it's already next year and it's already past. What I did back then is I wrote the with the best of my knowledge, what I wanted to happen. And I strongly suggest that you take some time and do it as well. The next thing that Phil said is now we need to write what we're going to release in order to achieve that. And here is the most important word I ever heard in my life, to release. This word releasing has a lot of power because Emotional baggage is attached to a story, it's attached to your heart, it's attached to something. And the only one person who can clean that up is you, nobody else. Because when it comes to emotional baggage, there's only one person that put that into your body and it's yourself through your mind. 
The only person who can clean it is you. And how you do it is by first acknowledging that it's there. Acknowledge that it's taking place because if you don't acknowledge it, then you don't even know it's there. So once you acknowledge, write it down and then look at yourself in the mirror and read it as if it was your future self and you tell what you're releasing in order for you to have a wonderful 2019 I release and, and say it out loud to yourself in the in your self-reflection but that your self-reflection is your higher self that is waiting to see you in 2020 and say that to that person and as you read it let the emotion flow at the same time let it come through let it let it feel like even if it's been years and years of something that you've been putting up with but now you're ready to let that go and just be with it and then when it's gone be grateful i noticed recently that so many people have shared that they didn't have the greatest 2018 and even myself i've been challenged several times throughout the year but i said one thing i said to in order for me to have this wonderful 2019 that is coming up 2018 had to happen the growth has to happen and the only way we can grow is to look at the truth for what it is and then just be ready to say that's it that story ends now and from that place now you can move on after that you may have actually a clearer way to create your new goals for 2019 yes there is a certain degree of commitment in doing this process the beauty of doing this is that you own then your happiness nobody else your happiness depends on you and you alone and if whatever i'm saying right now you say but yeah but then question that where's that the yes but come from a story a story that you believe to be true i'm not judging the question here is do you want to continue with that same story or you want to press reset and create a new one there lies the gift there lies the growth there lies the opportunity for you to have a wonderful 2019 thank you so much for listening and let's talk next week bye for now if you feel this information could help a friend please share it if you have any question or comments please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com